should we always adapt and modify the liturgy for every culture and every time period? This has been a strong conviction of most bishops, and I would say all the popes, since the Second Vatican Council. That is, wherever you are in the world, the liturgy can be adapted with actions and words for that local community. And this is the Novus Ordo. Now, you, you're probably going to say, Marshall, look, you can have Reverend Novus Order. I've seen priests that wear, you know, fiddlebacks and they keep their digits together and the offertory is done properly and it's ad orientum and there's rails and all that. Yes, but the same rules that allow the priest to do all those things are the same rules that allow for something like this. This just happened in the Diocese of San Bernardino for the Pope Francis Synod on Synodality. I'm going to show you a clip and later we'll run through the whole thing. So this was a, uh, a Native American man and uh, the whole mass is adapted. And I, I'm not going to judge any of these people. I think they're probably of goodwill and trying to do the right thing. They're trying to do this. They probably practiced and uh, and worked really hard at it. So I don't want to down that. But here's, I just want to let us all see what we're talking about today. So here we go. Here we go. So he has a, a wing that he's moving in the air. Okay, and so there's some other stuff too, like for example, at the end of it, um, we have some dancers that come in. There's our Lord. That's always good. But the, uh, here, here's the dancers. So we're going to look at look at this, too. I have it on 2x speed just so we can move along here. Okay. So this is this is definitely adapting the liturgy, liturgy to a local uh, indigenous culture. This is what Pope Francis really, really wants. And so I'm going to do a review today. Um, of this, and then we're gonna we're just gonna talk. It's gonna be shorter, but we're just gonna talk about whether this is the direction that the Catholic Church should be moving forward. Can everyone hear me? I have a little notification that my mic isn't working, but it looks like everybody can hear me. Um, I did a review uh, just a few weeks ago on sort of a more of a 1960-70 Bob Dylan type uh, liturgy is called Where Are the Youth? And um, if you haven't seen that, it, it's kind of fun. It's a fun little video. Um, you know, we did a little re Hollywood lamp on the screen. You just like need this. a better life than this. Yeah, that's the father, the monk senior. He's getting down. Give. You know, they got lots of plants. All across the road. It's and the choir swaying back gone, and forth. If you want to see that, you can watch more on my channel, Dr. Taylor Marshall. While you're at it, please go ahead and subscribe for more content like this. All right, we're going to pray the Our Father in Latin, and then we're going to look at this video and the indigenous things and ask, is this pagan? Um, and should this be in the worship of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? Oremos. In nomine Patris et Fidi, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in celis, sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum. Fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et imite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et nenos inducas in tentationem, 
se libera nos malo. Amen. Nomine Patris Pidii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, let's jump right into it. Um, here is the, not that video, where's the, that's the previous one. This is going to be, this one, I want to be as respectful as possible today. Again, I'm not trying to uh, judge these people, um, you know, malice. I'm just saying, is is the direction, is the teaching that all of our liturgies should be based on indigenous, local symbols and customs everywhere and always, is that the right way to go? And I've said before, you know, I'm a Texan, born and raised in Texas. Does that mean that in Texas, like we should have, I, there's actually a Catholic church in San Antonio where they have country music with acoustic guitars. And I think they have a, a pedal steel slide guitar and they adapt country Western songs in a Catholic mass. So should that be what I'm going to? Since that's my culture, I was born and raised in Cowtown. Uh, my dad was in the cow meat business. Like that's my culture. Should I be talking to Monsignor and talking to my bishop and saying, hey, we need more Wild West, Texas, um, enculturation in, in our masses. Is that what I should be going for? I'm also half Irish. So, you know, should I, should we dress up like Druids in the liturgy? I'm not mocking. I'm seriously asking the question. If it sounds ridiculous, that opens up the conversation for us to have. Okay, so let's, let's get into it. I've queued up a few spots. Here is the opening. All right, united, participation. This is the logo. Okay, no more of that. Let's just get right into it, all right? I have it on 2X. Here, I'll just play it normal and I'll put it on 2X just to get us through it. By the way, this is the secret to listening to podcasts on YouTube is you do double playback speeds. You should be doing this on my podcast to move through my podcast more quickly, especially when people say you talk slow sometimes. Well, put it on 2x. So here's what it's normal. Now, traditionally in the Catholic Church, um, the altar is sprinkled with holy water and incense with incense. Uh, both of these are from the Old Testament. They're part of um, what God instituted to Moses and what he required, and it comes into the New Testament. Of course, we see incense used in the Apocalypse, the Book of Revelation, on the altar, etc. So this is, you know, we've been doing something for almost 2,000 years, which is holy water and incense. This is entirely new, okay? We're taking another religious expression and importing it into the church. Also, as I mentioned before, we got pl plenty of plants. By the way, if you don't like this, don't thumb down my video. That hurts my videos. Last time people thumb it down. If you like this video, please get the thumbs up. Here we go. I'm going to put it on 2x so we can move through it. 
We got a guy over on far left holding a guitar. We're going to get into that, have some jamming. We're going to jam out in a little bit. So again, rattles. Uh, Catholics have for 2,000 years used bells. Um, so it's a new thing here, using their enculturation. So what he's doing now is he's praying to the four directions, north, east, south, west, uh, and each of them have a symbolism for them. And uh, again, not something done in traditional Catholicism. Um, and I would also add, oh, we also have the um, hand sanitizer pump on the pulpit too, uh, displayed. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't want to put it behind it. We want to make sure that everybody sees it out there. Um, Words and actions are liturgy. Okay, so you've probably heard Father Zolzdorf, Father Z, say that priests should say the black and do the red. In the Missal, there's black text. That's what the priest says with his mouth. And then there's red text of what he should do with his body and his voice and his position. Right? So make three signs of the cross or extend his hands or go to one side of the altar or the other side of the altar or kiss the altar. These are all the rubrics. They're called rubrics because they're in rubra. They're red. So actions and words, when you combine them together inside the church or on the altar, you're doing liturgy. You're doing liturgy. And what this man is doing, he is doing liturgy. He's, he's bringing together words, prayers. Um, he's using three different languages as you listen. He's using English, uh, a Native American tongue, I don't know what it is, and Spanish. So he's using language in multiple languages, and he's using postures, um, going around the altar, doing the wing thing, going north, east, southwest, shaking the rattle, all these things. So all of this is liturgy. This liturgy was not approved directly by Rome. It's not canonized. It's, not, it's just on the spot, the local community deputized or appointed people to create liturgy in this moment. And that's what we're witnessing here. And I'm talking about this not to judge anyone, not to judge this man, not to judge the priest or the bishop who's going to come out here in a little bit. Um, I'm raising a theological question for us to discuss. Leave a comment, be in the live chat, be respectful. But is this really the direction that we want Catholicism to go? Is this really it? And synodality which is what Pope Francis, he's having a synod on synodality. It's like, yo, I heard you like synods, so I put synods in your synods. You know that meme? Uh, he's having a synod on synodality, and part of it is localizing the liturgy to be a, constantly adapted, like you're seeing right here. 
but also localizing morality and doctrine in a soft way. And that's kind of the, that's the end zone that they're going for. Some people say, oh, you're crazy. They're never going to do that. That's their goal. And why? how do we know that's their goal? Because we have heard people like Cardinal McCarrick, ex-Cardinal, Cardinal Daniels, Cardinal Martini, say so. Okay. All right, let's get back to uh, the prayers to the four directions. We now face to the east. It is the direction of each new day. It is the direction of the brightness and warmth and energy of the sun. We give thanks to our Creator for the blessings of new life. We pray for the protection, the honoring, and the sanctity of all life. We pray and give thanks for the gift of each new day. As we celebrate our faith as the family of God, we say we thank you for all the blessings we receive from this direction. So I don't know if Catholics bow to directions. Of course, we have our our altars and our priest ideally facing east. And uh, that's a liturgical direction because Christ is going to come back from the east. Uh, as he says in the Gospels, uh, as lightning flashes from east to west, so shall the Son of Man return. So that's how early Christians, the apostles and the early fathers and now Catholics today, we understand that east, ad orientum, is the way we faced. That's because we expect Christ to return back from there, not because of any um, uh, preternatural or magical properties associated with north, east, south, west. Um, I guess one exception would be uh, we read the gospel facing north in the traditional Latin Mass, and the reason for that is is because in Ezekiel and in the prophets in the Old Testament, the north is seen as a place of darkness and coldness. Um, actually, something he kind of references here to his credit um, and uh, therefore evil, uh, not the warmth, but the coldness. So that's another directional thing in, in the Bible. But, but these things that, that he's sharing here don't come from that Old Testament tradition, except for mentioning the coldness of north. Um, so we'll keep going here. <laughs> So this is liturgy, but it's just sort of ad hoc, made up on the fly. Okay, so we have to accept that this is liturgy. There's candles lit. He's on the ambo. He's standing. He circled the altar. He's on the altar. So he's not a priest. He's lame. Well, maybe he is, but I think he's layman. Uh, and he's doing liturgy. You might say to me, well, yeah, this is not actually inside the actual Novus Ordo Mass. Like, they're not actually doing the consecration or anything. But it's still liturgy. Everyone's sitting there and experiencing this and participating in it. I'm going to jump forward. Um, how about get, get on with some of this here? St. Joseph, pray for us, St. Peter and Paul, pray for us, Andrew and John, pray for us, all you holy men and women, pray for us. Okay.
just kind of move move on through here. Enculturating not only the Native American culture, but also the genre of Broadway music. Listen to this. Does this not sound like music that are in, in Broadway or theater, right? This is, you know, or, I mean, Disney does it really well, but the Disney cartoons, uh, the Disney princesses, they have this kind of thematic music. So think of Ariel from Disney. Now, in a way, that is culture. That's kind of American culture, right? Like we like people like Disney, and they like guitars, and they like drums. You know, if you look over here, we've got a drum set, far left, far left, and then we've got the singer, and we got the two guitar players. And I mean, this is kind of American culture. So they're whether you like this or not, they are enculturating suburban American Broadway music. So they got something for the, the Native American enculturation. They got something for the suburban enculturation. All right, I'm going to move forward here to the end. And let's see, right about here. Hold, hold with me. All right, here we go. Is it? Play. Okay, so on on your left are entering the dancers. The Lord be with you. I'm gonna two exit. That means double it. Playback speed double. Leave a comment below. I'd like to hear I'd like to hear your thoughts. As a matter of fact, I, I underneath this video is a um, comment section and the comments are pretty uh, uh oh here we go oh no it's not fitting come on software let me see if I can well I'll just have to read it for you but are you kidding me? Right off the bat, a shaman around the altar, the dancing, such disregard for our Lord and his sacrifice. This type of thing has no business in a mass. Abomination. I would have walked out right there and then. And then St. Rita says, the messages from Jesus are being fulfilled now. The holy mass will be unrecognizable. An abomination of desolation. And then in Spanish, uh, esto es muy uh, this is This is very, here's my Spanish. This is very horrible, repugnant, and pagan. All right, so let's watch it. Obviously, if you watch my channel, you know I don't like any of this. I'm just trying to be as charitable as possible as a Christian, as a Catholic.
We are the body of Christ, and each one of us is a member of it. You who are his people, may the Lord keep you in the unity of his love, so that the world may come to believe. We all are called to holiness. You, the religious, the lay faithful, and the... Dancing. Now, on the the drummers on the left side, you can't see him in this shot, but he's dressed up in a Jaguar costume, and it's a representation of, I'm told, the Aztec god, let me get the name right, Texcatlipoca, Texcatlipoca. So you got it dressed up like one of the Aztec gods. One of the things about Pope Francis is he's forced me and other people to learn all about uh, uh, Central and South American paganism because he's promoting it all the time. We got to learn about Pachamama and Tex Cat Ilpoca. Uh, Tex Cat Ilpoca is a, I think he's a dangerous god. Real quick, let me see here. I got a little I pull up some info on Tex Cat. Uh, he is associated with the Jaguar demon in Aztec religion. So he's he's doing the beats here. I actually have a pretty good picture. Let me see if I can get a picture of him right here. So this is we we have a god, a false god in this liturgy. Now I am going to just straight up condemn this. This is ridiculous, people. So here he is. This is from that mass. He's in. Now maybe he's just like I like jaguars. Jaguars are cool. I wanted to like dress up like a jaguar, but since this is an enculturation and the jaguar text. Cat Ilpoca is a god in that uh, Aztec culture. Maybe this is a problem. I don't like it. It would be kind of like saying, well, we're in Rome, and the Romans is like maybe two, let's say we're 1,800 years ago. We're in Rome, and Roman people worship Bacchus. He's the goddess of wine. So let's have a guy dress up like Bacchus in the liturgy, and, and all the Roman people will think it's legit and cool. They love Bacchus. And... We use wine in the offertory that turns into the blood of Christ. So Bacchus is just sort of like, right? He's kind of wine, Bacchus, goes together. Let's have a guy dressed up like Bacchus in our masses. No, the ancient Catholics never did that. They're like, Bacchus, get out of our face. We don't want anything to do with Bacchus, right? So if the ancient Catholics were not incorporating Bacchus into their liturgies, or name somebody, you know, Venus, name a god goddess they didn't do that didn't allow it all right let's watch the end here now my question is like if we're going to do the synod of synodality in texas should we all come out dressed in chaps and boots and our denim jeans and our leather vest and our cowboy hat maybe have some pistoles because that is our actual culture, Cowtown culture. Would that, the, now you can see the Jaguar guy. That's the question. How far does enculturation go? Clearly what we just watched has Broadway theatrical music, kind of Disney princess music. Um, and then we also got the Jaguar Aztec dude. We got, um, the guy with the wing going around the altar and then praying in the four uh, directions. 
We have the girls in white doing their liturgical dance, all these things. Now, I attend the traditional Latin Mass. I attend the traditional Latin Mass. Why? Because I want all the words in all the rubrics, everything that the priest says and done, I want it to be the way that all the saints in the previous ages did it. You might say, well, Taylor, there's been some changes over time, even in the Latin Mass. In fact, if you went to Rome in 150 AD, they were having Mass in Greek, not in Latin. All of that's true. But what we see are tiny, tiny additions and improvements along the way in the Mass. Not, this Sunday we're going to do this. This Sunday you come up with your prayers and put on whatever costume. And, no. Must be restricted. I used to be a Protestant. I was a Protestant minister. One of the problems is, is Protestants vote on doctrine and morality and liturgy. I became a Catholic because I wanted a rock. A Petrine office that established order in the church. And currently... Francis in Rome is saying, we are not going to do that anymore. We're going to even make it more and more synodal, synodal, synodality, synod-like on the local level. And as I say on Shark Tank, I'm out. That's why I go to the traditional Latin Mass. And it's why I encourage you to also attend the traditional Latin Mass. Moving forward, be aware of this happening in your diocese. Pope Francis has asked every single bishop on earth to start doing uh, their own synod in their own diocese and to do their own synodal, synodality in their own liturgies. This is going to expand. So be aware of it. Talk to your bishop. Talk to your pastor. And do the great Catholic migration. Find a traditional Latin Mass find traditional Catholic priests, and get deep into Christ in Scripture and tradition. All right, pray the rosary every single day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. I'm going to be offering some new things for all the generous Patreons, patrons who support this channel. If you want to get free signed books, my books signed for less than the cost that you can buy them on Amazon, go to patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall. And uh, look at the different levels there. And I'll be sending you books this week. Um, that's it. Let's pray the Hail Mary. Oremus nomine Patris et Fidei et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis nostrae. Amen. Nomine Patris et Fidei et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. We pray in Latin for another reason. Vernacular can be corrupted. That's what Protestants did to confuse people. They said, this is what the Bible really says, and they changed the meaning. This is why Latin is a safeguard. If you want to learn more about the Latin Mass, if you want to learn the prayers in Latin, I have a full course on that. You can go to newsaintthomas.com. And I have a one-year course on the Latin Mass, the Roman Rite, and how to pray all the main prayers, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, um, the St. Michael Prayer, the Apostles' Creed, in Latin, how to pronounce it and how to do it. All of that's at newsaintthomas.com, and the fall enrollment will be ending next week. So if you want to do that, uh, go on over to newsaintthomas.com and sign up. 
All right, friends, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. Remain in Scripture, tradition, the one true church established by Jesus Christ. Never leave Jesus because of Judas. All right, have a great day. God bless. See you tomorrow.